What's up, people? Hey, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to Equality Time. I'm Maddie Switzer. We got Sophie Oswald over there. Hey. What up, what up, what up? You guys should, like, pause right now. Go follow us on Equality Instagram, Equality Twitter, Equality yeah. Facebook. You can even follow Hell us. yeah. I don't even know my username <laughs> go follow equality yeah <laughs> but what up my lip is bleeding is it i keep... yeah so what you i get ones right there too yeah so this is actually um i got these new uh they're eyebrow razors but like you can shave your whole face with it Oh. And I've been shaving my whole face. Yes, I've been Which there. is interesting. Um, How's it going? But I cut my lip because I am an idiot. You cut your lip? Yeah, yeah. I have to shave my, like, I get a beard. Yeah, low-key same. I get a unibrow, too. I've been getting those since I was, like, fucking 15 or some shit, too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure the same with you. It's so annoying. Yeah, it but, is. Sometimes it gets it's really dark, bad. too, and I'm like, damn. Yeah, damn. And so I've been trying to shave it, though, because, like, I heard it's, like, good for, like, your skin. Like, your, your like, face wash and stuff can, like, penetrate deeper in the skin or some shit. Interesting. So, yeah. All right. I need to get better at, I need to figure out face wash and that shit. Like. Dude. That's the thing. My skin's so bad right now. So Is it? bad. So I'm, like, trying everything. <laughs> yeah. I don't really know. I, like, use literally not, like, soap. <laughs> right? No, I feel that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with soap, man. Oh, God, no. Wash your hands, people. Oh, my God, no. Oh, I forgot we started recording. <laughs> <laughs> um, What are we talking about today? Today, today we're gonna talk about um, film ratings, like how they work and everything, and then like Rotten Tomatoes. IMDb. Yeah, Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. And then maybe advise you not to listen to those reviews. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, for real. Do you? Uh, are you a re- like before you go see a film? Are you a review reader or like a trailer watcher? Or, like, wh- how much research do you do no. before going to a film? So it depends. I feel like on the film, mm, um, valid. If there's like one that's like I've been waiting for, I'll usually watch the trailer because like I already know like the spoilers. I feel like, sure. but I feel like trailers spoil so much. I about hate movies. trailers now. Right. Yeah. So I usually, if I if I want to watch a trailer just to, like, get a vibe, I do not watch the whole thing. I usually watch, like, Same. 20 seconds, yep. and I'm like, okay, no more. Literally. <laughs> I give it, like, as much as I'm, like, either interested or not interested, like, the first five seconds, five, ten seconds, and then it's, like, yeah. quick turn off. Because, like, I don't want right. to they, A, tell the whole story, and Absolutely. they, like, give away. I, like, want to be surprised about the, like, color schemes and the, like, <laughs> the filmy yeah, stuff. like all the shots. All that shots mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, I want to be surprised because I feel like it's a whole different feeling when you watch the movie instead of, like, a trailer. Like, I don't know. Right. I like to try no, and be that. surprised. Yeah, the only times I feel like I ever watch the full trailer is if it's, like, a book I've read because then I know everything already and mm-hmm. it's like whatever mm-hmm. but yeah and then I definitely I don't read reviews do you read reviews no <laughs> like never no <laughs> well the only time so I like to check it after I've watched a movie sometimes yeah to that's be what like, I was just gonna say yeah to be like I don't know this is what people think like you just said this morning that you just watched American Ultra and yeah. It has like I think a forty three percent. Is that what we said? Which is forty something. Pretty fucking low. Like yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I thought it was funny. I did too. I thought it was a great funny movie. Like that was stupid. That you didn't need to think about it. And like it was yeah. a good. It was quite entertaining. Way better than I honestly thought it was gonna be. Just watching Same. three minutes, <laughs> three seconds of the trailer. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, and, like, 
and not to like I don't want to spoil anything, so I'm not going to. But like the twist with like the girl, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? What? Yeah, no, I know. It was a good concept for a film. It was a good concept. Yeah, and it was interesting. Like, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah, review wise, I I like never read reviews before I go into movie, or I try to Mm -hmm. avoid them if I can because. I just think I want to give every movie <laughs> the opportunity. I don't know. I don't trust people. I just want to watch it yeah. and, like, not have... And I don't want to go into a movie being, like, well, I heard, like, a bunch of people said this about it. So I already go mm-hmm. in kind of thinking that. So then I already go right. in with a skewed view anyway, kind Absolutely. of. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I like to go in, make, build, and form my own reviews, and then go and see, like, well, what's the rest of the world saying? yeah. Yeah, that's what I like to do, too. Check it later and, you know. But, like, so, like, there's a point, too, where it's, like, it's kind of unavoidable to, like, hear reviews, but that's, like, word Mm -hmm. of mouth and stuff. Like, you'll hear about the new whatever movie and it's, like, if it's good or bad or, like, I heard Mm -hmm. this Marvel movie was terrible or whatever. Like, yeah, it's gonna happen, but I don't know. I just feel like reading reviews online is different. It's, like annoying as fuck so mm-hmm. anyways should we talk about like how rotten tomatoes works and everything yeah 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 so rotten tomatoes started in 2000 and it's now owned by fandango mm-hmm. uh which i feel like already is like hello bias if fandango sells movie tickets why are they the ones making the mm-hmm. fucking movie <laughs> reviews but some tea spilt there <laughs> but whatever okay but so whatever. <laughs> uh, they have a scale called the tomato meter which represents the percentage of positive review- reviews for a given film or show the score is calculated after five reviews as the reviews come in the tomato meter measures the positive reviews against the negative ones and assigns either an overall score a fresh or rotten rating to the film or television show uh, a red tomato score indicates its fresh status. Um, it's designated when at least 60% of the reviews are positive. A green splat indicates rotten status. It's displayed when less than 60% of the reviews are positive. Uh, if there's no score available, it usually just means the movie or show hasn't been released or there aren't enough reviews yet. Um, so that's basically how that works. And then they also have the um, audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, it it won't include just anybody's um, critique, any critic's review. So to become a critic, you have to have been regularly reviewing films over the last two years. Uh, so basically, you just have to publish like one review each year and you're technically current and staying on and everything um so if you've done that then they will potentially accept you there are about three thousand accepted reviewers uh on the site right now um usually only several several hundred are actively reviewing for any given film uh many times it's way less than that Mm -hmm. um top Critics are counted with a separate score, so while the site's rating system is really just general thoughts and everything, uh, you can see some of the more, mm, some of the bigger critics in a different space. So you can also see how the audience feels. This provides information from everyday moviegoers, but also gives you some more insight to see how close the score is to the critic score. Um, It can gauge if it's truly a must-see or plausible pass. (laughs) And it's calculated similarly to critic reviews. The audience score is designated by a popcorn bucket. The score is the percentage of users who have rated the movie or show positively. There is also a section for verified ratings, which includes those that have actually bought tickets. To receive a full popcorn bucket, at least 60% of users give a film or show a star rating of 3.5 or higher. A tipped over popcorn bucket indicates that less than 60% of users have given it a 3.5 or higher. And then there's also the concept on there of certified fresh. So 
What that means, if a film or television show is awarded the certified fresh status, um, it has to meet all five of these requirements. So one, it has at least five reviews from top critics. Two, a steady tomato meter score of at least 75%. Three, limited release films must have at least 40 reviews. Four, wide release films must have at least 80 reviews. And five, television shows are eligible by season and must have at least 20 reviews for that season. Uh, and those stats can fluctuate, especially within the first few days or weeks of the release. If it meets those requirements, it is uh, flagged for review. When the Rotten Tomatoes staff can determine the movie or show is unlikely to fall below those numbers, it achieves its certified fresh status. <laughs> Similarly, if the tomato meter score ever falls below 70%, it will lose this status. Because the Rotten Tomatoes rating system is so general, Rotten Tomatoes Certified Fresh Consideration gives the site more objective credibility. So, that's a lot of shit, but that's how that it works. <laughs> but yeah, that's basically what, what they have. So they have critiques, and then they also have, if you've seen the movie, you can sometimes submit reviews and stuff to create the like audience score. But all of it's pretty <laughs> skewed. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So IMDb also has, like, a rating system, too, that you can go on and look for um, films. On IMDb, films are given an overall rating out of 10. These are from voters submitted by IMDb users, not movie critics. So all registered IMDb users can submit a single rating, a number between one and 10 for any film on the website. These votes are rejigged so that certain demographic newly registered users, for example, don't disappoint, dis, uh, dis, hold on, I, I can do it, that don't dis <laughs> proportionally, there we go, influence the overall ranking of the film. IMDb does enclose how it rejigs these votes, but that does mean that it's a film's ranking is not quite an overall average of its user score, but possibly quite close to it. Just to be extra careful, IMDb's top 250 films are ranked slightly different in a slightly different way. Only votes from, quote, regular IMDb voters are used to make up these rankings. In short, IMDb rankings are based on votes from the website's users with a little bit of mathematical rejigging to stop certain groups from disproportionately influencing the vote. Um, yeah. So Rotten Tomato has some quote-unquote movie critique critics that have a risk scale and then a quote audience score imdb is pretty much just the website's users if you're on imdb you can vote yeah kind and of. then there's also um metacritic which is also just a website that aggregates reviews of films you know shows mm -hmm. and all those things have so you ever those, used like no i've never done it but when i looked Me it up either. it also has like video games albums books and stuff so i think it's just more of like a a wider range of ratings but like yeah imdb and rotten tomatoes are strictly films as far mm -hmm. as i well rotten tomato <laughs> does tv shows correct it does do shows yes yes um, yeah 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 but it doesn't do like but not, books or video not games books or, or like, no 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 yeah all that stuff so that's cool yeah, that's interesting. Um, why should you ignore <laughs> all the movie <laughs> ranking sites? There's so many things that we found when we were, like, really researching these. Uh, but, like, there's no way for these sites to be completely objective in their ratings. Mm -hmm. And they're all skewed pretty heavily towards the opinions of men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are. <laughs> they definitely are. They're, I found this, like, study. Mm -hmm. And... It's was first conducted in 2007, and it's the most comprehensive and longest-running study of women's um, representation and impact as film reviewers, like, are available. Mm -hmm. So this, and then it was, like, um, 
redone in 2019 again. And this is the 2019, like, breakdown of the study. And it's, um, it consists of more than 4,750 reviews written over 380 individuals working for print, broadcast, online outlets in spring 2019, um, whose work includes Rotten Tomato website. And it found that the majority of print, broadcast, and online film reviews in the U.S. are male. Um, there are approximately two male reviewers for every one female reviewer. Men comprise 66% and women comprise 34% of all film review reviewers. This um, representation is an increase of 2% points from 32% in 2018. But when it got down to more statistics on like Rotten Tomato, I found that it was interesting that um, in spring of 2019, women comprised 28% and men comprised 72% of the top critics, which I thought was a big difference, 28 to 72%. Mm -hmm. Um. The percentage of female top critics declined six percent points from thirty point from thirty four percent in two thousand eighteen. So that I also thought was interesting that it mm -hmm. declined since two thousand and eighteen. Yeah, that is interesting. Right. Oh, also, I wanted to mention one more statistic before we can leave this study. Um, that this is back over to just the not just Rotten Tomatoes, but regarding race and ethnicity, 50% of writers are white males, 10% are mini minority males, 6% have an unknown race identity, 23% of writers are white women, 6% are minority women, and 5 have an unknown race, which I just thought was kind of interesting. Yeah, right. that is interesting. So that makes me think about, so uh, back a bunch of episodes ago when we were talking about, I think, visibility in film and, like, all that stuff. Um, I know I talked about Meryl Streep and um, the whole, like, deep dive she did on Rotten Tomatoes. So it was in 2015, so yeah. it was, like, a long time ago. And it's, I mean, it was before the study you just said. Um, mm -hmm. But it's still interesting. So I'm just going to read that quote again just because... Go for it. I can. <laughs> so, okay. So she said, I went deep, deep, deep into Rotten Tomatoes. I counted how many contributors to Rotten Tomatoes. There's a very strict criteria that allows you to be a blogger or a critic. Of those people who are allowed to rate on the tomato meter, there are 168 women. And I thought that's absolutely fantastic. If there was 168 men, it would be balanced. If there were 268 men, it would be unfair, but I would be used to it. If there were 368, 468, or 568, actually, there are 760 men who weigh in on the tomato meter. So, in 2015, there were 760 men, and there was 168 women who were able yep. to rate shit on there. Rate, rate shit and influence how well a bunch of movies do. <laughs> Yeah, it's so numb. Okay, and then she also said, I, su I submit to you that men and women are not the same. They like different things. Sometimes they like the same things, but sometimes their tastes diverge. If the tomato meter is slightly slighted so completely to one set of taste, that drives box office in the United States absolutely. Uh-huh. Which is, well, yeah. Yeah, and in the study, they even, like, break down how, like, Though there's like more women who are willing to watch and review movies directed by women, yeah. and there were more women who were willing to mention the names of male directors and female directors in mm -hmm. their writings when men are more influenced to only mention the names of the male directors in their writing. Yeah, which I also found was interesting. In all aspects, there should be more even. Yeah, there needs to be, like, so much more diversity. So, like, not even, like, just women and men, like, people of color yep. and exactly. queer people and, you know, everyone yeah. in between. Like, without right. those ratings, there's going to be the same movies because right. filmmakers look at these these ratings and they're like, oh, that's what people want to see. That's what people like. All that shit. And then yeah. if it's just, like, men rating movies... And let's be real, 
white men writing movies. Literally. It's just going to be fuck the cares? same fucking movies over and over. It, and that's well, which what is they exactly are. what we yeah. get. Yeah. Exactly. More fucking action white men movie. Like, I it's don't. It's ridiculous. And, like, also, critiques in general are just people's opinions. So, like, go see yeah. them yourself, everybody. <laughs> that's the thing. It's, yeah, it's. I don't know. You need to develop your own opinion about things. Yeah. Well, also, I really love how you brought up um, there should be more, like, women, queer, and, like, more sections within the critiques. Like, I wish, like, there was a critique site where it could break down, like, an editing critique for this movie. Yeah. Uh, a like For cinematic sure. critique, um, a like plot overall critique, like a costuming design, a, mm-hmm. like a, all those, like that would be really cool to go in and give like analects and like research and stuff based on all aspects of the film because it's so hard to look at a film and be like, thumbs up or thumbs down, rotten or fresh. What do you think? Like, yeah. Like, I can't, because, like, I might absolutely love a movie for, like, the cinematic style or the editing style, whatever it right. is, but, like, absolutely have hated the plot and the writing was like, boy, what are you doing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't, like, yeah. you know, I think it's more than just a black and white answer when you're trying to review a f- film. No, that's totally true. And then people might argue with that, like, the fucking, like, Oscars and stuff, like, uh I don't I know, mean, like, there's all those categories and stuff there, but, like, yeah. it's the same people yeah. voting on those movies. It's just, yeah. like, I don't know, like... And I feel like there's always that saying that's, like, the good movies never win anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, you I know, mean, it's like... it's true. Also, I really wonder how much all of that is skewed by power and money. Yes, and, yes. And influential, like, things and depending on celebrity or whatever it is like I don't know I don't trust mm-hmm. I don't trust the entertainment world enough to think that it's a good voting system also like who why are we making art for just awards but like that's my yeah. mind like no, can't we I... just appreciate the all the mass amount of talent there is out there and like yeah I don't know for real I think if you're going into the film and entertainment world to just reach a trophy Mm -hmm. you should be careful because sometimes it leads I feel like those people tend to make the films that aren't good representations of anybody or anything or like that I don't know that's just me spilling tea I don't know (laughs) spill the tea girl yeah and it's there's definitely people who are paid to make reviews and people uh, we watched this video. I didn't write down anything from it, so maybe we'll post it. But um, yeah, we should post it. That was a good. Video. It was yeah, it was really well done. But um, when he was talking about like Disney and all the things that they own, mm-hmm. um, it's just nuts. So like they own some of the big news people and like some of the mm. big. Like know, ABC and like they own a bunch of different yeah so companies by owning them they're obviously going to say whatever the fuck they want to say to you know get your money so mm-hmm. it's just so dumb like the reviews half the time are just bought and it's yeah it's bought so or, dumb yeah oh it is dumb they're like bought and even or created fakely by like a group of people who are out to get a movie like when rotten tomato changed that you have to i think it's like you have to buy a ticket through fandango fandango what's that called fandango yeah yeah fandango um i said fandango (laughs) (laughs) um that site then like once you i think it's like proof of the ticket then you might be able to give a review or whatever Uh But they started doing that because when the Captain Amer- Captain Marvel movie came out, there was a bunch of men who were, like, trolling this movie and, like, doing it. And they found out yeah. none of them had even seen the movie. And it was strictly because 
God forbid there be a woman on a Marvel screen lead yeah. action movie. Like, men have to hate that. You can't watch a woman <laughs> kick some ass. <laughs> that was a good movie also. But, um, yeah, and so then they changed it to this ticket thing or whatever to talk about that. But there, mm-hmm. that's the thing. Like, you could even just buy a ticket then and still, a, you know, a bunch of people go on and troll a movie to give it a bad score. Yeah. Just because they don't like what it is. Which, you know, reviews are lies. Don't listen to them. <laughs> they are lies, dude. And then it's just like there's no way to really properly do them. Like, so yeah. on here, like, I'll just read directly from this website. It says, a look at the ratings for Sex in the City demonstrates how divided the voting audience on IMDb is. Over 29,000 men gave the film an average rating of 5.8, while 43,000 women came up with a score 8.1. A straight-up averaging of the scores gives it a ranking of 7.4, but IMDb's math lab leaves it with a final score of 7. But it's just, I mean, we've already said this over and over again, but it's just crazy how, like, I don't know, how fucking different those ratings are. It's just so, like, every movie is, like, tailored to different people, I feel like, unless you're just one of those people who makes movies to make money then you're making those really generic mm-hmm. rom-coms probably or like the action ones yeah um the fast and furious movies you're making those oh yeah, yes to make money but then yeah. like when you take a movie like i'm trying to think of one that's like actually really fucking good <laughs> but then again my my opinion isn't everyone's opinion, but what? No, yeah, we're saying I'm the same to thing. Think... We should do a game where we try and guess the percentage of what our one yes. movie we like or something, and look it up. Okay, what's your favorite movie? Um, I don't know if I have a favorite movie. What's your? But... What's the last movie you saw? Oh, you already told me. Uh, uh what's the? What's a movie you saw recently? I don't know. Let's see. I'm interested to see what Spider Man Spider Versus is because you know I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna say it was pretty popular, so I'm gonna say just because of that, it would be a higher number. And it was a big uh Disney, mo- not Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Is it Marvel? <laughs> I don't even know. I'm gonna <laughs> say it's what uh, in the 80s. Wow, it has a 97. Wow, that's actually really high. Interesting. And it has an 8.4 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay. Wow. Okay. What's Let's one of yours? Mm. Oh my gosh. This is hard. What's a movie we, I think I don't like? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. What do you think Black Swan is? Ooh. That movie was controversial. Yeah. At the I time. Don't know. I don't know. There's skinny girls in it, so I would say 80. <laughs> um, it was Natalie Portman. People either really hate her or really don't yeah, like or really love her. True. Um, I'm going to say lower, like 60. No, 70. Okay. 70. I'm going to say 70. 85. Wow. Tomato meter of 85 and an audience score of 84. An 8 out of 10 on IMDb. That's crazy, actually. Interesting. I mean, the only reason I said 80 is because skinny girls <laughs> in film. What, what year was that when that came out? 2007. Fucking, 2000, 2010, it says. Oh, 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2010. I, I mean... And the men back then were raiding that shit. And they're like, ooh, skinny girl. Skinny ooh, ballerina. Dancer. Oh, and who's that other girl? Uh, Mila Natalie. Kunis is in that. Yeah. My, yeah, Mila. She's I love hot. Mila Kunis. So. I love Mila Kunis. I love her too. I can't believe that she faked her age to get on that 70s show. That's so funny. Did she? Yeah, she did. You didn't know that? Okay, here. No. She faked her age to get on it? She did. And she still got it? How did they legally not figure that out? <laughs> well, so they loved her and everything. So, okay, 
She told him that she was 18. How old was she, actually? She was 14 at the time. <gasps> and she told him that she was 18. Um, and she was, like, dating, like, a grown-ass man on the show, Ashton Kutcher, who they're, like, married and happy and love each other. But it's just, like, so disgusting at the same time. She was 14 years old. Uh and you had to be at least 18 to audition. And then they, like, fell in love with her and they gave it to her. So That's crazy. But legally, could they even do any, like, kissing on screen because she was 14? They had to have figured that out. Yeah, Not they must intrigued. have probably, they probably got some contracts and shit. Yeah. There had, I bet, oh, there had to be some thick contracts. Yeah. But, I don't know. It Good for out. her. <laughs> I know. What a queen, right? What a queen also, at 14 being like... Also, did you know she was born, like, in, born in Ukraine? No, I did not. Interesting. She's, an, she's a cool gal, dude. Yeah. I liked this on when they said the like top-ranked film on IMDb, Shawshank Redemption. Its score mm-hmm. is 9 point... Uh, score of 9.3 is based on the votes around 1.86 million IMDb users. But mm-hmm. 1.2 million of those votes came from men. So, so out of the 1.8 like 86 million 1.2 of them are men that's so many it's ridiculous and imdb does not tweak its rankings to lessen the influence of like particular demographics but so men often make up 70 percent of the votes for any film yeah a lot that's a lot that's a majority <laughs> yeah that's nuts right and then in that video, too, they said um, that sometimes even the people that write out, like, bad reviews of the movie, they get labeled as, um, like, positive oh, yeah. reviews. Uh, so when you just look at the picture, you see that tomato, and you're like, oh, good, great. But it's then when review. you actually take the time to read what they wrote, it's like, I hated this movie. It was so bad. <laughs> right. But then they click the tomato, which yeah. I was just complaining about Ray was really confusing in my brain. Because when I was younger, I always thought the higher it had a tomato rating, the worse it was because you oh, yeah. threw tomatoes at people. Yeah. So I was like, they gained 69% tomatoes or four, you know, and so yeah. I'm like, they suck. But really, it's the opposite, which whatever. But yeah, no, that makes sense right but yeah i guess because they gave the two yeah that was weird all right i'm gonna look up another one a classic film um the breakfast club i think it has a 70 what do you think i'm gonna give it an 80 something because people love the breakfast club it's a big one it might be like a (laughs) hundred let's see i wonder if anything actually does have a hundred it has an 89 an 89. Yeah, wow. that's good. Okay, what has 100 on Rotten Tomatoes? What do you think? Oh my god, are you fucking kidding me? Oh okay. no, what is it? <laughs> so, I'm just going to say really quick. This film, I bet you can guess it. It's a film from, that we were all supposed to be obsessed with in film school. It's like, oh, oh no. my god, I can't believe that this man made this film it's so good it came out in 1941 it's black and white is it birth of a nation no okay (laughs) i I hate that film (laughs) Um, citizen kane yes queen it's citizen kane it has a hundred percent a hundred percent those men and and i'm gonna say citizen kane it was it was great when it when you think about history and how they accomplish some of the shots uh-huh. that's why film that was people impressive are supposed to love it but yeah. as a film if it was made today i would not be very impressed no right? but there'd be a lot of angry i do people. understand why people love it the one that i'm very happy to see on here well there's a few ladybird have you seen ladybird yes i loved that movie and it has a 99 percent on here yeah, that was their top movie of 2017. Yeah. Got a so 99%. 99%. Mm-hmm. Black Get Klansman out is fucking amazing. 96%. Black Klansman? What did Get Out get? Oh, Black Klansman was an amazing movie. It was so good. I fucking... It was amazing. Get Out... Didn't that, that guy come and talk to us at school from Black uh, Klansman? Uh, one of the, like, writers? Oh, one of the... Yeah, yeah. 
Or yeah. producer? Was he writer, producer? Um, anyway. I think he was a writer. Get Out got a 98. That's good. Yeah. I love to get out. Yeah. That, but it was, was interesting good. when we were watching that video how it was talking like one might have a higher number, like a rotten, like a higher tomato review, mm-hmm. but technically have worth more worse reviews compared to another one who may have a lower tomato view, but just more reviews. Yeah. But it like, so it's all like skewed. It is. It is. Okay. So I'm looking through this list. Are you looking through the same one as a hundred movies on it? Yes. Okay. I'm just trying to find one that I don't like. Okay. I'm going to say Thor Ragnarok is okay. Totally Uh, okay. But it has a 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. And that doesn't sit right with me. (laughs) I have only seen one Thor that I semi kind of liked and I don't know Mm -hmm. which one it was. The rest sucked. (laughs) There's like a lot of good movies on here. And that's awesome. But. Yeah. There's some average ones that are in the 90s to, like, 100. Finding Nemo was the top movie of 2003. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I and I saw uh, while we were doing this on Metacritic that Ratatouille is in the is the 23rd best film in the history of cinema. <laughs> That's fucking right. That is right. Yes, Ratatouille is. I'm not mad about that. <laughs> What a great movie. It's so good. It's actually really good, actually. I know. Me and my roommate watched that during quarantine. Good. I think I did, too. I'm Disney Plus, baby. Gotta love Disney Plus. That's nuts, though. That Thor has a 93. I saw a bunch that were, like, meh in the 90s, but they weren't bad enough to mention. Yeah. Um, I know. I'm really trying to think of a movie I don't like, but honestly, like... I try to find good in all movies, me even too. if they suck. Like, here, and like I was saying earlier, a lot of the times, most hated movies, a lot of times I, like, will really like certain parts of it and not others, so I don't want to, like, I'm not hating on the whole movie, because movies take right. a lot of different people That's to put together, thing. and, like, I'm not going to hate on a movie if, like, one department yeah. is really, really good. So They did their job. <laughs> right. Let me just say... There's a movie that Maddie and I both worked on that we don't like. Um, <laughs> and different people did different things very well. Like, yes. um, our set designer was a fantastic lady. Um, yes, yes. She picked out a great dress, a mm-hmm. great dress, um, and great other other great things. Avery, when she's behind a camera, she oh, is fucking slaves. insane. Yep. Um. But then there's some 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 roles that got dropped and didn't didn't go very well. And yep, mm-hmm. we have a final product that some people are very proud of, and we are not. So that goes to say, I mean, I would say I'm definitely very proud of the the work that was put in. Mm-hmm. Lots of time and effort and was put in. The struggle. whole semester of effort I and learned a lot. Some. Yeah, I learned a lot too. But the outcome of what the film actually looks like is not my cup of tea. I would not try to get a job with that film, is what I'll say. No. Um, no. But it was definitely it was definitely a learning experience. Very good, um, yeah. And I love the professor with all my heart, so. <laughs> yeah, it was a good, learned a lot. But yeah, well, and that's the thing, like there are so, especially these big films, like these big movie companies, their, their departments Mm -hmm. are huge and to create film and every, the makeup, the hair, the wardrobe, the costuming, the stunting, the, like, I literally could go on and on and on and on and on. Like Mm -hmm. there is, you couldn't even think of certain types of people that go into making films. Like, especially when you get into all the specialties of cosmetics and the specialties of stunting and, like, just Mm -hmm. everything. Like, you couldn't even think of things. I'm going to die not knowing every part of film (laughs) there is. Like, people, random crazy jobs that you never even think of. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's one of the things I enjoy about sitting after a movie and watching all the credits is, like, 
whoa, what is that role? Like, I've never heard Literally, of Literally, me too. Or, like, sometimes I think they just come up with some, like, <laughs> right? just to be able to credit people, you know? Because <laughs> I'm like, that's not a thing. <laughs> I know. That is, like, the best part about movies. Like, I always sit, unless I'm with people who make me leave, but I yeah, love to sit and read. Yeah, yeah, but I love to read all the names and, like, all of the stuff, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it seems like when you're you're in film long enough you'll like pick up on some names too and you'll be like oh Uh damn they were involved in this the thing that i usually get kind of shocked by are the people that um are like producers because you know sometimes they'll just put your name because you gave a shit ton of money which is fine um but it's just like whoa, they gave a bunch of money for this film? I had no idea. Uh-huh. You know, that's always Well, kind of yeah, that is the interesting thing about reading it, too, is, like, you read it and you're like, okay, I wonder which of those, like, eight producers they list actually did all the, like, producing yeah. work or, like, which one of those were the right. donors. Yeah. Well, because, like, when you think about, like, what Bailey did as a producer, that was a lot of fucking work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And you were sure. a producer, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, they... Yeah, like that's a lot of work. You have to like get sets. You have to. I know. You have to like talk to every single person working on the film. Yeah. And you have to. Oh my god! You have to budget everything. You have to, and then it's so hard because you have to like uh, delegate roles. Like one thing Mm -hmm. I fucked up on is when you had me go get a coffee for Carmen and. I didn't get a receipt because their thing was broken. Oh, yeah. But I didn't even, like, take a picture. I didn't think to take a picture of it or, like, do anything like that. Like, yeah. they couldn't give me a receipt. But I was I, there was something I could have done to get, like, proof of purchase. I didn't do that. So, like, if you drop the ball on, like, one thing, yeah. I mean, then it's like, where's, where'd the $7 go? Where keeping track of all the where'd budget it? and the money. Yeah. It's a whole shit show. So producers do a lot of fucking work. Oh, yeah. It's nuts. Okay, I found a film that has a really low rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. And it is Jack and Jill. Do you remember this Adam Sandler movie where he dressed up as a girl? Oh. And, um, and him. Yes. And it's like yes. him and his twin sister, Jack and yes. Jill. Yes, yes. <laughs> it is a 3% on Rotten Tomatoes. A 3%? <laughs> Holy fuck. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, dude. I don't remember it being that bad, but who knows? You know what comes to mind? I haven't seen it because what? because of the rating. I need to see it because what I said is I watch movies anyways. Sherlock and Holmes? Is that what yeah. it's called? I don't know. There's like a bunch of Holmes yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sherlock and Holmes with um, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. It got a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes. And a 3.8 out of 10 on IMDb. 24% on Metacritic. It's apparently the worst thing to ever exist. (laughs) It got a what on Rotten Tomatoes? You broke up. It got a 10%. Damn. Which is pretty fucking low. That is low. That sucks. (laughs) Yeah. I I would be intrigued to see, like... If there's any studies done on, like, how much these reviews actually, uh, if there's any, like, correlation between uh, movie sales tickets and the rate they get on mm-hmm. Rotten Tomatoes and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's too much math for me to do by myself. <laughs> but that would be intriguing. You know what I mean? Because I definitely think, I mean, there has to be people that do look up Rotten Tomatoes and if it's bad they might not go to the movie like I would assume yeah people do use this but I, I don't know people, yeah yeah I think yeah I feel like the majority of people like okay if you're not a film person I feel like those are the people who definitely look at the reviews and right only base base mm-hmm. going on to that like because you are spending money on a movie ticket, and you don't really want right. to waste your money if it's going to be a shitty movie. So I get it. Um, and then, like, right. if you're a film person, you're more likely to, to quote, waste your money on a ticket. Um, because, like, you want to see it for other reasons. You want to see how they shot this or whatever. Um, yeah, no, that makes probably... sense. Because, like, also, too, like, if people don't know... Like us, who just, like, let's go see every movie ever. 
Yeah. But if, but like, yeah, if they put in like two movies they're deciding from that's in the theater and one has a better Rotten Tomato view, that may skew which one they want to go to or not. Yeah. But I don't know. We would have to find some studies on the correlations between that. But it's still interesting. And just know, even if you do read reviews, try and open your mind to see, make up your own when you go and watch it. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with looking at them, I guess. But just like try to think for yourself, really. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I can say about anything. Just try to think for yourself. It's okay to um, learn new things and (laughs) open your mind to things. For real. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, thanks for hanging out. (laughs) Yeah. Do you like going to the movie theater? I do. So it really sucks since COVID started it's like you can't go see movies anymore Mm. um i know the theater over here is about to open up again but it's like only a certain amount of tickets can be purchased and like you have to sit this many seats away from each other yeah um which is interesting i've been enjoying actually that um some of the new movies that were coming out they took that and like ran with it and you can um like rent them on amazon for a higher price and watch them so like one that i just watched uh well when covid first started when i watched was um invisible man have you heard of that one i haven't i haven't seen it though how was it i thought it was pretty good i mean it was a very interesting concept um Mm -hmm. and i love horror thriller type movies so i was in for it oh and it was a blumhouse too which is important to me (laughs) because i fucking love blumhouse like i'll watch anything they make even if it sucks which is like just as bad as fucking (laughs) we're like high reviews i'll go see that one but like right because i like it yeah blumhouse films Mm -hmm. good yeah i i used to love going in the movies i like to go alone yeah I'm not I do person. too yeah it sucks now that you can't but like I guess it makes sense yeah but yeah Alrighty, oh well. my god do you remember back when that um that card thing came out and like you could go to Whoa. movies for like yes free or like cheap I don't remember what it was yeah it was like that crazy thing where you paid like ten dollars and then you could go to like any movie yeah, you wanted it was like was it like a monthly fee or was it yeah I think it was like that and then they went out of business because, like, it was, like, amazing deal. And then everyone did it. And then, yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. I think they're out of business now. I'm pretty sure. I still have the card, though. But I canceled yeah. that shit. <laughs> Same. Because the thing is, they, they, they gave this great deal. And then I think what they try to do is raise everyone's thing higher. Yeah. And then everyone canceled it. And then they went out of business. <laughs> Yeah, and it used to be, like, you could go to the same movie multiple times, and then they changed that yeah. factor, and I was like, excuse you, <laughs> yeah, I want to go to this movie at least two times. <laughs> right. It was so but, cool for a second, though. If anyone, it like, really was. brings that back and does it right, let me know, because I'm trying to yeah. watch some more shit. For real. I just, like, because also as a film person, I really try... And go into a film and only think about, like, watch it for what it is and, like, try not to think about all the aspects of film and, like, just let the plot take me. And yeah. then I like to go back and, like, watch everything else but the plot and, like, look mm-hmm. at all the shots and look at all the, like, not the main focuses and, like, look at all of, like, all of that. You know what I mean? Because... yes. I remember when we started film school and they were like, you'll never watch a film the same way. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah, I will. And then after (laughs) it, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) It's rough. Yeah. Yeah. I try to do the same thing. It's so hard. So, like, before before Mm -hmm. I watch a movie for the first time, I have to, like, do, like, a pep talk in my head. Kind of, like, don't pay attention to all the shit. Just yep. watch the movie. <laughs> Literally, same. And then I, if I if I know that I'm going to watch it again later, it's like I can definitely do that because mm-hmm. the next time you can focus on all the other shit. Yep. 
But and like even yeah. like who I'm watching a movie with, I'm always have to be like, okay, this person doesn't care about film. Like, don't be talking no. about all the shots. <laughs> I was like, like reining that Dude. nerd shit a little bit. <laughs> You are so fun to see movies with because you talk I'm the worst. all the time. <laughs> you talk all the time and it's hilarious. I, know. I remember we People saw hate something me. with we saw something with Ethan at the two dollar theater and oh, he just I love kept the $2 talking. Theater. It was so funny, but I don't remember what movie it was. I think it was a scary Wasn't movie. It split. Yes, it was split. <laughs> it was split and you were just like, What the fuck? <laughs> That movie's so good. It was really good. And there's a sequel, and I haven't seen it. Oh, uh... There's a sequel, and it links up, like... But it, yeah, in, like, a different way. Some really cool people from past movies. You should watch it. Have you seen it? Yes. Is it good? I'm trying to recall what it is. I'm trying to remember, because, okay, so Split is part of, like, that three series kind of thing, technically. Mm -hmm. Like, he wrote a couple of them, and... One of them, I think the first one I watched in a class, and then Split, we watched in the theaters, and then I swear I've seen the next one. I have to look up and see what they are. Split has a 77 tomato <laughs> meter, but a 79 audience score. This is a good good movie. It is good. It's, um... His it's acting skills? Like A1. A1 acting yeah, skills. for real. Very, very Okay, here impressed. we go. So this same... I love this, this uh, director. He he made The Sixth Sense, which is great. Um, Unbreakable, yes. which is the one we watched in school. That, I believe, is the I first think. one of yeah, the Yeah, and it has the, the guy with, like, the glass bones or whatever. Uh-huh. Well, I say glass bones, but, like, bones, but they just shatter really easily. Um, yes. <laughs> he made Lady in the Water... The Visit. Oh, I loved The Visit. That one was so fucking good. Did you see The Visit with it's like it's like a teen girl or whatever and she like films the whole thing like documentary style and like she goes to visit her grandparents and it's a whole shit show? No. Dude, you need to watch that one. It's so okay. good. Okay, well, we have list. our movie assignments. Um okay. Oh my god, he wrote he wrote Stuart Little. Midnight uh, Shaman along? Yeah. Really? Says he he served as a writer for the film Stuart Little in 1999. Mm. Served for I ship it. I love it. I ship it. <laughs> He's only 50? He's only Damn. 50, dude. We've got like 30, 40 more years of dope-ass movies coming. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay, well, I hope you guys had fun listening to us ramble about films and ratings and all of that yeah. jazz. Follow us on our medias, Equality. It's just our name. Yeah, check out. I think we're we're most active on Instagram, but we're working on being more active on Twitter and Facebook. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe someday we won't do Facebook so much since it's like old people central, but... <laughs> Uh, follow yep. us on Instagram and Twitter for sure. Yeah, our Instagram's lit. Is <laughs> Liddy Liddy McTitty okay. baby? Liddy okay. McTitty. All right, go watch a movie. Have some yeah, fun. Yeah, for real. Have a good day. Bye. -bye. Bye. -bye.